PFG Private Wealth Management LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. The topics and information discussed during this podcast are not intended to provide tax or legal advice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed on this podcast. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed insurance agents. The rules of retirement have changed. No longer can most of us rely on Social Security or a single pension to fund our futures. We're living longer, and retirement doesn't just last a handful of years anymore. Instead, you might stay retired for 20 or 30 years, and maybe even more. We need to look at retirement through a new lens, with fresh eyes, with a new approach and plan of attack. Here to answer the call are financial advisors John Texera and Nick McDevitt of PFG Private Wealth Management, serving you throughout the Tampa Bay area. This podcast is Retirement Planning Redefined, and it starts right now. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of Retirement Planning Redefined with the team from PFG Private Wealth, serving you in the Tampa Bay area. John and Nick once again with me on the show as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. Nick, buddy, how's it going? How you doing, man? Pretty well, pretty well. Just still kind of moving through this uh, pretty crazy time, but no complaints. Uh, Pretty fortunate overall. Good, good, good. good. John, how you doing, my friend? Doing good. Doing good. Recently uh, purchased a uh, rower. Nick sold me on it. He got one about a month ago. He's been ranting and raving about it, and I uh, joined the club, so... uh, Done a couple of sessions and excited to do a little more. A rower, so it's like an exercise machine, like a, one of those rowing, or actually going out and rowing in the in a, in a boat. No, no, rowing in my garage, an exercise machine. Gotcha. Once I get good, I might uh, link up to Nick and we'll race down some, you know, fake river on a video screen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll have to set that up. We'll have to shoot that on Zoom or something. That'd be good. Yeah, uh, ranting and raving may be a little bit of an overstatement, but just um, a little, as to be expected these days. Gotcha. Well, no, there you go. Well, hey, at least you're exercising, doing things to uh, stay fit. It's good for stress and all that kind of stuff as well. So always good. Well, listen, today on this topic, we, uh, we've we got uh, Roths. Basically, we're going to talk about Roth conversions. If you determined a Roth was right for you, uh, are you interested in converting? Uh, you know, if we're going from a traditional to a Roth, things of that nature. So uh, we'll just jump in and start talking about it here today on the podcast. John, let's kick it off with tax liability. If you've determined that a Roth is right for you and you are interested Let's talk about some of the key components to maybe consider, and tax liability would certainly be one of those. Yeah, yeah. Just understanding how a Roth conversion works. When you convert a you know traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, you pay income taxes at your current tax rate, and in return for that, you're getting tax-free withdrawals during retirement. And we'll we'll talk about different strategies with that. Um, you know, as we as we go on on this. But just to give an example, let's say someone's taxable income is a hundred thousand. And they meet with their advisor and decide it's a good idea to do some type of conversion. They say, hey, let's go ahead and convert 50000 of uh, your traditional IRA to a Roth. Your new taxable income for that given year is 150000 So that's how it would work from a, a tax liability standpoint. Whatever amount you're converting ends up being added to your taxable income for that given year. Yeah, and the biggest thing we like to just remind people when, when they do a conversion is they want to make sure they have the money off on the sidelines to pay that tax. They don't want to do it with the converted money, uh, especially if they're uh, under 59 and a half. Okay. All right. So 
with some of the monies and stuff like that, you want to, again, make sure you're having those conversations to the guys' point. Uh, so what kind of strategy should we employ to kind of work our way through this? Uh, you know, kind of like the lump sum approach, you know, we do it over time. There's lots of conversations out there about ways to uh, go about a conversion. Yeah. So one of the things that we do, uh, you know, we, we focus quite a bit on, on retirement planning. And when we do that, you know, we're able to actually model out and estimate what, what someone's going to pay in taxes through, throughout their retirement. And we have certain scenarios where someone might go ahead and retire early. And let's say, you know, they retire at 62 and they don't really have much income coming in other than maybe, you know, lower social security amount, or they have some non-qualified, basically non-retirement assets that they don't, they don't have to pay income taxes on. And when we look at that, there could be a period from 62 to 72 um, where they're not paying much in taxes. So what we'll do is we'll develop a strategy over that you know five to 10 year period where we're actually converting uh, the traditional IRA in increments throughout that period of time to really uh, take advantage of that period of time where they're in, where they're in a lower tax bracket. Well, if you look at that through the life of you know someone's 20, 30 year time horizon, that can make a big difference in um, their overall tax liability throughout their plan. Um, so it's a nice thing to be able to look at and say, hey, what am I going to pay in taxes and how can I take advantage of um, paying less ultimately overall? And I'll let Nick kind of, I know I've been talking a lot here, I'll let Nick jump in on kind of the flexibility of having uh, different buckets of money, whether it's pre-tax and after-tax going into retirement. Yeah, really, both fortunately and unfortunately, one of the things that we tell people that they can count on while they're working and then in retirement is that there will be changes in And usually the area that there's most often changes are in tax law. And we've seen that over the last couple of years. And so, you know, sometimes people get a little bit caught up on the thought process of, you know, which is better pre-tax or Roth money in in our minds. And, And we say it a lot, but we try to continuously emphasize it is that it's important to have options. And so to have options, you know, you need to adjust how you contribute or, you know, take advantage of Roth contributions and that sort of thing so that not only are you diversifying from a actual investment standpoint, but from an account type standpoint, which means giving yourself from a uh, flexibility from a tax standpoint as you take out withdrawals. Um, you know, we find that really, really important. Yeah. And, uh, you know, where that comes into real life is let's say someone wants to buy a car in a given year, they don't want to take out a loan. You don't want to take out 40 grand out of a taxable account, that's really going to um, you know, increase your tax liability. Where if you had some Roth money, you might say, hey, I don't want to pay any more taxes. I'll just pull it from that. Or it could be some type of a health emergency where it's unexpected and you're pulling 40 to 50 grand out in one pop for whatever reason. So it's nice to have that option to avoid paying unnecessary taxes. Okay. So when we're talking about doing these conversions, you know, obviously clearly taxes right now are lower. And so that's something that you know is appealing to people. But we also have been dealing with this down market. Is that another component that should be obviously considered? And, and what's your thoughts uh, from a conversion standpoint with that in play? Yeah, and, and everyone's situation is different. And um, this is something that, um, you know, this recent down market, some people took advantage of where basically, you know, the market dropped almost 30, 40% from the high. And they went ahead and said, let me go ahead and convert uh, my IRA in this lower balance, pay tax on a lower amount. So when it recovers, basically everything's tax free moving forward. So just a a quick example of that is, say you had an account that was 100000 before the market dropped, assuming you know 15% tax liability on that money, and it's a $15,000 uh, tax hit if you were to pull it out. After a 40% drop, the account balance is sixty grand, and 
you know, a 50% tax hit on that is 9,000. So you're looking at about a $6,000 tax difference at that point in time. But the reason you would do it is obviously after market downturns, there's typically recoveries and all that growth that you get is now tax-free moving forward. So that's a nice little benefit. Well, and again, anytime you're thinking about a conversion, you know, always check with your advisor, always talk with an advisor. If you're not working with one, reach out to uh, John and Nick and have a conversation with them about it. But it's certainly going into, even before the whole COVID thing in, in 2020, it's just been a very popular conversation point due to the fact that the tax rates that we're in have been so low. So again, if you do have questions around, is it a good time to convert? Should I convert? Things of that nature. Make sure you're running your specific scenario past a qualified professional financial advisor like John and Nick. And of course, you can always reach out to them at 813-286-7776. It's 813-286-7776 or go to pfgprivatewealth.com. Okay, guys, another place to consider would be the legacy portion. Yeah. Is that something we should throw into that mix for converting? Yeah, so Roth IRA is actually a great vehicle to pass on to beneficiaries because it's they receive it tax free. So, so some strategies that Nick and I I've implemented with clients in the past is you know basically converting it so their heirs can get it tax free, and kind of this scenario where someone doesn't necessarily need the IRA money for income today. It's more of a kind of a cushion for them, um, and the goal is to pass it on to you know kids, grandkids, whatever it might be. So just kind of give a you know, situation here, client 68, don't need the money for current income, tax brackets, you know, 12%, you know, one of the lower ones, and kids, daughters in a 35% tax bracket. So strategy that this person's doing is, you know, over a 10 to 15 year period, again, going back to, you know, estimating the taxes, they're converting pieces of the the IRA to a Roth. Okay, now you got to remember that retirement really is a 20 to 30 year period. So you could do this over 10, 15, 20 years. Okay. So during that 10 to 15 years, they're basically just making all that IRA money. They're paying taxes in a little bracket. It's becoming tax-free. So when they do pass away, their daughter in this situation inherits it tax-free. And in, in, in this current uh, situation, the daughter is actually in a 35% tax bracket. So you could see there's a big tax savings there because once the daughter inherits it, it's all tax-free versus her paying it at 35%. So kind of just summary, client pays the taxes at a 12% tax bracket, daughter inherits it in a 35% tax bracket, but it's uh, tax-free because of the conversions happen. Okay. And, and with the stretch going away, does that make that strategy more appealing at this point? Nick, what do you think? Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, so previously what would happen, you know, if we had these kind of conversations in a, a good scenario, you know, or I would say maybe a pretty typical scenario with what John just outlined is maybe it's a widow, and between social security and pension, houses paid off, et cetera. So they have good income. They don't really need to take much from their retirement account. They have a daughter that's a physician, you know, making a really good income. And, you know, the strategy is to pass the money down. Well, previously they might have said, hey, you know, uh, if we pass traditional IRA money to the daughter, it's not as big of a, you know, ideally a Roth would be better. But since, she only has to, you know, with the way that stretch IRAs work, she would only have to, you know, typically take a small amount each year out, but do it over her lifetime. Now that that money needs to be taken out in a 10-year period versus over the daughter's lifetime, the tax impact is much more pronounced and, and harder to navigate. And so, 
we're pretty confident that these sorts of conversations with those changes are going to happen uh, much more consistently over the next couple of years. So, you know, that's just kind of a good example of of why and how some of the recent changes, you know, uh, make it important to be able to adapt and, and be flexible. No, I definitely agree with you. And, and obviously there's has been a lot of changes. There were changes to start the year. And then of course the COVID changes also altered some things. So if you're thinking about or have questions about again, going over uh, a Roth conversion, if it's right for you, how you want to implement that into your overall plan, or maybe you don't have a plan and you need to do all of those kind of pieces, well reach out to John and Nick at PFG Private Wealth and let them know you want to talk about it. It's certainly a, a huge topic point and it can be very beneficial component or tool to your retirement planning uh, tool belt, if you will. So definitely have that chat with them. 813-286-7776. That's 813-286-7776. And don't forget to subscribe to the show, uh, Retirement Planning Redefined on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you like to use for your podcast. Uh, we've made it available for you to find at the website, pfgprivatewealth.com. That is pfgprivatewealth.com. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources to be found there as well. And of course, you can always just search it out by typing retirement planning redefined on whatever platforming app you choose. All right, guys, is there anything else we need to uh, address with the Roth conversions this week before we go? No, I think we're good. Uh, appreciate your time. Yeah, as always, we appreciate you guys stopping in, chatting with us for a few minutes. If you've got questions about those Roth conversions, again, reach out to them, folks, here on Retirement Planning Redefined. John, Nick, you guys uh, enjoy the rowing machines, and I'll be looking forward to that uh, competition coming up soon. And we'll catch you next time here on Retirement Planning Redefined with John and Nick, financial advisors at BFG Private Wealth. <laughs> 